a world where up is now down and left is now right. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. The world is on fire and we are all doomed. We're doomed. 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 I told you. We're doomed. Doomed. We're doomed. Our universe is doomed. Relax. Take a break from the insanity and laugh. It unites humanity in a way that no one ever thought possible. It's reality on Call Waiting. Last off. Oh, there it is. I love that open. It is a really good one. I like it too. Yeah. Well, you know, I worked really, really hard on it. So did I. I mean, and getting my voice to sound like that. Oh, my God. Yeah, but you got to give credit where credit's due. I wrote it. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, but... well, you're the writer, and for once, I actually contributed, so... Um, you might be the writer, but... No, 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 I said you're the writer, so that makes me feel good that <laughs> I made a contribution. Yes, for once. Yes. You, you finally... Oh, for once, since uh, I'm the one kidding. that organizes this podcast. All right. All right, so, hey, everybody. Hello. Uh, Rob Rutten, Nikki Sarande. Yes. New show. New if show. you couldn't tell by the open, mm-hmm. saying, hey, it's reality on Call Waiting. Yeah, it's very, very sad. We we should probably start with a, with a eulogy of the dudes from Dallas, because Neil did join a cult. Nick he Vicious. Did. Nick Vicious joined a cult. Yes. Uh, Nick Vicious, uh, no longer among us. Well, he, he's among us, but not among us. He's too busy passing out Kool-Aid. It was just <laughs> like I thought. He had been drinking the Kool-Aid. Now he's passing it out. I'm not quite sure what the name of the cult is. I don't think he wants to tell me because I don't think I'm invited. Uh, I I was rejected for some reason. I think it was uh, Children of Rage. Well, I have enough rage. Yeah, but not. But I hate children. But I hate children. So (laughs) there you go. It's it's that I'm anti-children. Well, so Nick Vicious joined a cult, and and I told you he would. I told you. And having. Having Damn California. Damn exactly. It. Oh, my goodness. You know, he it's goes California's to, fault. He goes to California for six weeks and all of a sudden he comes back a changed man. Well, this is like a third world country. So, <laughs> you know, what do you expect? Human sacrifices, dog, dogs and cats living together. That's and and apparently even medieval viruses. Yes. So, of hey, Can't you know, he that. might have that. That might be the reason why he... human feces on the street mm-hmm. used drug needles mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Insane. But. It didn't seem right to continue doing the dudes from Dallas without the other dude. dude. And and I was really getting tired of, of using the testosterone to try to be a dude. It was such a huge effort to fill those shoes of Nick's. They, it was too hard. I, I just couldn't do it. Well, it's that... my fault, folks. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's all my fault. Blame me. Except well, except blame California, too. So well, blame me and California. And Nick Vicious. I, 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 Nick Vicious needed, he needed to take a sabbatical. Uh, gotta gotta let that Kool Aid hang over. Well, know, he's a, he's like a lot of us. The political stuff, the way the, the way that the news is going, and the media in general. Uh, that, after sometimes life just kicks you in the ass. Yeah, with, with his experience in the media and everything, and the way that the media the media is, the way that the news is, the way the politics are in the country, he just didn't want to be a part of it. A part of it anymore. He well, he wanted to. Branch yeah. out and do something else, kind of rejuvenate, recharge the batteries. Which is also why it's taken us this long to actually record another podcast. Is what we didn't do one since, since Christmas. 
Well, yeah, because we we had a crappy, since Christmas. <laughs> yeah, we had a very crappy start to the new year, and I figure, I figure Rob and I should probably share that and get that out of the way as well. All right. So in our eulogy to the dudes from Dallas, don't worry, we've got plenty of stuff that we're going to hit on. Yeah, this is the dark side, the 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 very dark moment of the podcast. Well, this it's, is it's the real all life. uphill or downhill from here. I'm not sure. I don't know. It's all slapdash from here. Exactly. But, you know, let's let's get the real talk going, mm-hmm. you know, so we uh, can explain what's been going on. And explain any of my future mood swings or views on things are going to be influenced by this, probably. <laughs> well, by all means, Nikki Sarande, take the floor. Okay, well, unfortunately, we I'm unable to have a baby. Um, and why is that? What did you do? I don't have any eggs, so game over, as Jigsaw was a game over. You know, there's no children going to be had in our household. In the rotten Sarande household. So I've turned to anti-children. <laughs> sort well, of, could, not really. And long time, and listeners of the dudes from Dallas will remember. Uh, Nick Vicious and myself talking about Joan in a cup mm. and the process. So, I mean, there were there were steps being taken to try to have a child. Mm-hmm. It didn't work out. It's cost preventative. I mean, we cost preventative. We work in we work in radio, people. We don't make money. Okay. Well, it's beyond we're, money. We do a po- we do a podcast. The podcast is free wherever you wherever free podcasts are sold. Yeah, but you know, when you really think about it, I don't think it has much to do with money. I mean, I've even thought about it on a scale of even if we were like super rich, like from a Law and Order episode, unless we were to actually steal a baby, like raising Arizona. Oh, Donnie, I, that's so sad. I can't even watch that movie anymore. I can't. <laughs> but um, yeah, that would probably be the only way we could have a child. So is to steal a baby. Yeah, because adoption is just as expensive and ridiculous as IVF, and there is no way that I am capable of having a baby. So, long story short, that is a lot of the reason why we also. I've taken so long to come back because I have not been right. Between that and uh, career changes, you know, or mm-hmm. p- potential career moves, there's just been a lot of chaos going on. And so we decided to take our time, come back when we were ready to come back and mm-hmm. launch a new podcast. And this one, you got to you got to talk about the origin of the name. You know, I was sitting thinking about it the other day where I was where I came up with that. And I honestly don't have a great explanation. It was back when I was in high school and I used to love to be on the telephone. Like every teenage girl loves to be on the telephone and you always had call waiting for all you people that are younger than 40 (laughs) telephones used to have three way calling and you had call waiting, which was like a, you you know, you you have that on, cell phones too when, you know when another call starts to beep in yeah that's call waiting well i didn't know that and you can still three-way call people on your cell phone you can three-way call people on your yeah, cell you phone can do, yeah you can do that okay. it's amazing but this was a big thing that i know for a fact that i did as a as a team this is something that like gen xers and very very old 
Shut people who up. get recategorized and I don't have I don't have a name. Our, my my generation doesn't have one. What did they call it? Zennials? Zennial. Yeah. Yeah. Screw you. <laughs> you know what? We're better than millennials. We just got totally screwed because. And didn't you have a them. YouTube channel called Reality on Call Waiting? I do, I do, but so. it has nothing to do with this. It's just anime music videos well, that yeah, I've made. It, well, yeah, but the name is borrowed from. Yeah. So, it's just something I came up with, you know, putting reality on call waiting. Yeah. And that's basically what this podcast will aim to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, no politics, no Trump, no collusion, no Russia, no Dems, no this, no that. It's going it, to, it's, I'm going to give you an example the, the, of what we're talking about on this, on this podcast. And, but, but let me put a footnote. If it, if it rises to the point that it deserves to be categorized, then we'll get into it. But if it's just the local talking points, but it will be no. mocked. It will be it'll mocked be mocked. Like none other. And it, it, and if you're coming here for the latest news, yeah, you, you you're not so screwed up. Leave now because that. I mean, I'll get I'll give you the latest news. It's just not going to be the news you're expecting. It's not going to be hammered by the talking heads. It's going to be like, hey, this weird person. You're going to probably hear a lot of Florida stories. Well, everybody has. Tons of Florida stories. Well, but now, that, that's where fact, some of the, the most... Florida story thing has become such a huge uh, cultural phenomenon mm-hmm. that now there is a Florida man challenge. I took it on, by the way. on Google. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've bo- we've both taken it and we're going to share our results. Uh, a viral social media joke that plays upon the plight of Florida residents who find themselves in strange predicaments and sometimes in handcuffs. The Florida man meme dates back to 2013, according to the website Know Your Meme, focusing on news headlines featuring bizarre domestic incidents involving a male subject residing in the state of Florida. Yeah, it's just Florida people. Now, here's a couple of acting examples. Acting like Florida people. January 29th, 2019. Florida man thought he was stealing opioids, but instead got laxatives, police say. <laughs> Or September 7th, 2018, Florida man, drunk and naked, allegedly set house on fire and failed cookie baking attempt. <laughs> what was yours? What was yours? Well, the, the, now these are examples from USA Today that okay. I was reading. Now, but, but I'm curious. What was All right. Yours? So you go into Google. This is how this works. You go into Google and I'm going to do this live on the air. Okay. You type in Florida man. Then your birthday. So for instance, Florida man. Then June first, and it's not just June one. June first, you're gonna type out one st. Exactly, and then you press enter. Mm-hmm. And what did you get? All right, now my particular Florida man story. Mm-hmm. Florida man flashing cash on Facebook Live interrupted by police raid. <laughs> I can top it. Apparently, this comes from a couple of years ago. I'm going to go ahead and share the story. Okay. Uh, Breon Holdings, 22, was arrested June 1st after officers found a handgun, crack cocaine, ammunition, oxycodone pills, and drug paraphernalia at a home on Amazon Avenue, according to an arrest report. Several people sent ActionNewsJax.com a Facebook Live video that appears to show officers raiding his home. <laughs> <laughs> See if I... Does the video play? Watch Channel 9 Eyewitness News on your Apple oh, TV. You sons Roku, of bitches. Fire TV. Giving Download me the Channel 9 I don't app. care about Just this ad. Shut up. TV. Brought to you by the law offices. I of Dan don't Newman. care. Dan Newland, you dead. I'm my white boy, Tyler. Man, I already know, man. Catch up, man. Oh, he's flashing his cash. Catch up, man. <laughs> we getting money over here, man. 
we got got some of this called man. We get some money over here, man. Y'all already know the story, man. Free the guys, man. All three the bro, man. Hey, that one time I cut up on my shit. Y'all already know the story, man. Get you some money now. You gonna fail with me, bro? Got him, man. You hear me? I don't even know what this guy's saying. Check it out, man. And this guy's like flashing his cash. He's having a grand old time. He's topless. He's got he's got his basketball shorts hanging down to his knees. He walks out of the room. And Oh, now he's back. Now he's back with more cash. Alright, now we're gonna jump ahead. Oh, there's the cops! Sure enough! Oh! <laughs> and he's like, what's going on, man? We got all this ish, man. Now that's funny. Alright, so that's, uh, that is my Florida man story. What about yours over there? Florida man breaks into restaurant, strips naked, eats ramen noodles, and plays the bongos. Wait, ramen noodles? Wait, did he break into the restaurant to get their ramen noodles? No, he... Uh, or did he bring them from home? Because if he brought them from he home... He digs into a bowl of instant ramen noodles that was in the kitchen and uh, brought along some bongos, stripped naked. <laughs> he was apparently homeless. Yeah. Apparently. They did. They decided not to press charges, but yeah, that's that. And they've even got a picture of the guy. Is he a handsome-looking bloke? No, it's in black and white, and he's covering his thingy, his junk with bongos. <laughs> <laughs> he's bald. So he decided to become Matthew McConaughey. Pretty much, except with ramen instead of weed. Florida man. All right, now another Florida man. <laughs> Florida man apparently was attacked by a crazy squirrel gone nuts. Yeah, them, them and Florida it was squirrels by a neighbor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, those those Florida squirrels, man. Uh, who knew in Florida we would have to be on the lookout for attacking squirrels? <laughs> According to news reports and a man with the wounds to prove it, a squirrel has gone nuts in the Florida town and without provocation attacked and bit the victim on the elbow and scratched him on the arm. Frickin' squirrel attacked me! Robbie Armstrong posted on his Facebook page on Sunday. A day after the rodent bit him. His security cameras caught the attack. One Armstrong said was not unusual in his neighborhood. What? Yeah, it's not unusual in his neighborhood. You know, I've heard before... (laughs) Okay, I've heard a similar story in the past where old folks at a retirement community were attacked by crazy squirrels. Like, I think they were... Rabid squirrels. But this article says they don't think that the squirrel was actually it didn't have rabies. Yeah, it was, it was just it was just crazy. Yeah, uh, let's see. I mean he he chased him around and shot him with a BB gun about ten times, but he was still alive <laughs> and still roaming around. Apparently the squirrel's fine. Yeah, according to the CDC, uh small mammals such as squirrels, rats, ma- mice, hamsters, guinea pigs, gerbils, uh Richard Gere gerbils, <laughs> chipmunks, rabbits and hares are almost never found to be infected with rabies and have not been known to cause rabies among humans. Now, uh, for some reason they know for sure the squirrel was not rabid. But they say that it can be aggressive when handled or raised by humans, so best to leave them be. I just like what the guy said. Freaking squirrel attacked me. <laughs> Didn't I post something like that? 
Yes. When actually. we were at TM, I was like, freaking squirrel attacked me. Yeah, uh, you were uh, at work for one of the traffic companies that you've worked for in the past. I and think I was doing the split. Yeah, you were doing a, a, a split shift for a local station in Dallas. Yeah, and I went outside to go smoke a cigarette, and I saw this squirrel in a tree, and it was just, it was so cute, just twitching its little squirrely tail, and I'm like, oh, hello, Mr. Squirrel, and it jumped from the tree. Right and all of a sudden, he's like, ah! Yeah, it like jumped from the tree onto my head and was like, ah! <laughs> Of course, I'm screaming, too, because it's scratching me, and then it took off, ran back up it the- It messed up your hair. Oh, yeah. And no. your makeup. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and it just went back up in the tree and just twitched its tail, kind of like, ha-ha. So, that was a case that was not in Florida. <laughs> but that, but the story with the, the, the serial attacker in, was in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Squirrels tend to be very, very angry. In Florida, I think it's the heat. Now we and all the humidity. Now we all have neighbors. Yeah, and we all have neighbors that we don't like. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I I can't say I dislike our neighbors. I just hate everybody indiscriminately. I mean, I hate everyone. I mean, just get the hell off my lawn. <laughs> but yes, carry on, carry well, on. A California homeowner says he could hardly believe it when city officials noticed notified him. That he'd have to move or shorten his newly built fence. This guy, in my opinion, is so freaking awesome. I love this guy. Now, uh, Jason Windus had built the six-foot fence to provide more playroom for his two large dogs. But Santa Rosa officials said that it violated city codes by blocking sight lines at a nearby intersection. <laughs> in order to comply with this directive... He had to lower part of the fence to 36 inches. That's a pain in the ass. Uh, that's only three feet. I mean, that's not... Uh, but you know they're, got they're large like dogs, that, though. They're going yeah. to jump over that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not, uh, of course, not high enough to keep his dogs safe. He had originally paid $9,000 for the fence six months ago. God. All right, now... <laughs> He's, he says uh, that they were going to find him like crazy every day if it wasn't taken down. I believe that. I guess the average person would get angry and cup resentment. I throw a naked party in my yard. Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> Wendis, who runs a moving company, had originally collected several discarded and mostly anatomically correct mannequins because they were so cool. I would do that too, man. I really would. I love mannequins. Now, he used the mannequins to set up a nude garden party in his yard, clearly visible over the shortened fence, <laughs> complete with a sign on an empty chair inviting the nosy neighbor whom he suspects reported his fence to the, to the city to join in. <laughs> you want me to cut my fence down? Now you get to see what's behind the fence. That is so <laughs> awesome. So this guy set, has set up a table where they're basically having like a little tea party. And it's, you know, five mannequins. Naked. Like, like, he, like, he, like he says, uh, mostly anatomically correct. They're just, they're just a spark. And they're you just know, hanging department out. store, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, these are, but I've never known a department store mannequin to actually come with junk. A male mannequin to come with junk. Usually they were like Ken dolls. So I where, think, do, you, where I think, do you find think, a male mannequin with a dick? Not you know. Not I'd like have I to. I'd have. But... I'd, I'd have to Google that. I don't know. <laughs> maybe like maybe like a sex shop. 
That's that's very true. Uh, hey, but, look, you know, I think I solved the mystery. But it's complete with the uh, lawn chairs and, uh, well, uh, wicker chairs, I should say. Wicker chairs. Mannequins standing or sitting. Uh, just <laughs> hanging out uh, with uh, with all of their bits exposed. It's awesome. I would so do that. So if you ever have a, a, a neighbor that really just annoys the crap out of you, just find naked mannequins and set them up on your yard. You know, I love stories like that. That reminds me of a story. Actually, it brings us back to Florida. I'm sorry. It's going to take us back to Florida for a second. Where You know, you would think that we have a hard-on for Florida because mm-hmm. with all the Florida talk, but here we are in Dallas. Yeah, yeah, I don't have a hard-on for Florida. They just seem to have a lot of interesting crap that goes on there, though. The, I mean, The it's... Highway 80 studio. Yeah. Out in BFE. In the country. We're out in the country out here. But in Florida, actually at a Disneyland, uh, I think it was a residential complex. It was built by Disney. Very, very strict HOA rules. Very strict. And there was a couple that wanted to put pink flamingos in their front yard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Disney's a bunch of dicks when it comes to this. Yeah. So they made them remove them. Well, then this is the thing. These were good neighbors. It's almost like they went on a breeding spree. Oh, yeah. The neighbors were actually good. They they thought it was also a very stupid rule. So suddenly the next night, a bunch of them showed up in the neighbor's yard. They took them down. Then it just got ridiculous where there were just every inch of the lawn covered in flamingos. <laughs> I mean, I, there were too many of them for them to take down. <laughs> and that takes time. And, you know, I just love that. That's ah, that's awesome. I mean, you'd love to see the look on their face. There's too many of them to take down. Why take them down? They're just going to poop more. They're like multiplying. <laughs> Gotta love it. Right, so during our eulogy for the dudes from Dallas, mm-hmm. you were talking about what call waiting is. You know, back in back in the day when we had, you know, actual landline phones. Back in my day, we had a cord. We were restricted to where we talked. Well, I, unless, I, well unless you had a cordless, then you were only restricted to... You know, a couple hundred feet. Yeah, and you got to make sure that it was charged. Yeah. You weren't even alive for the rotary. I had the rotary. <laughs> that was fun, though. I mean, you show that to, like, anyone under the age of 30, and they're like, what is that? <laughs> yeah, except except hipster douchebags would use them ironically. Yeah, they're probably the only people besides businesses that have landlines, <laughs> honestly. Well, so millennials. Ah, yes, don't, millennials. Didn't have to deal with, uh, you know, rotary phones. Uh, some millennials didn't even have, most millennials didn't even have to do, deal with dial-up internet. Oh. You know, so. So they didn't, they didn't have AOL, you got mail? No, no, they, they got, well, I mean, the older ones did, older ones did. But the vast majority of them now. But uh, according to a recent survey, three in five millennials say that life is more stressful now than ever before. <sighs> that is so arrogant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The Great Depression. More. Uh, yeah. I just. Uh, let, let's think about stre- uh, stressful, stressful lives. Um, you know, back during World War II, if you didn't, they had like a a, a rubber where you, you couldn't, you could only use rubber, just a certain amount of it. You couldn't have pantyhose, which was a big deal back in the day for women. And they had the motto, you know, uh, use it up, 
Oh, hell, I can't remember it. We'll edit that part, but... People had to actually really conserve what they had. Uh, I'm thinking, you know, back when people actually had to build their homes, you know, like log cabs, cabins, lifespans weren't very long. Oh, you Oregon Trail. Had, yeah, die yeah. of dysentery. Yeah, exactly. The Oregon <laughs> Trail. Think about life on life like that. I think that's pretty damn stressful. Uh, but apparently from slow Wi-Fi to broken cell phone screens Aww. to zero likes on social media, <gasps> oh everyday stressors are causing young adults to have struggles falling asleep 138 nights each year, researchers say. You know, I, these people are such cupcakes. Now, of course, uh, this survey was commissioned by CBD oil company uh, Indica. <laughs> And millennials ah. now reveals that one third of millennials feel that their lives are more stressful than the average person's life. Well, that that's because they're the world revolves around them. Their parents didn't teach them that it doesn't. Yeah. Well, uh, so. Uh, but some of their concern, some of their concerns are actually valid. Some, very few. I, but it's not. It, it doesn't quantify for more stressful than ever is that even grammatically correct wouldn't it be the most stressful i i don't know i don't know that sentence drives me nuts i keep looking at it and i'm like something's wrong that don't sound right and since we are a big fan of lists because it makes life really easy Mm -hmm. and makes show prep completely lazy yeah excuse me i'm saying that having a list where you can just kind of go through it it makes it's like a lazy man's I'm dream just for show prep. With you. I'm just messing with you. So I'm a list nut. So I love here, lists. Uh, there's a list of the uh, top 20 stressful scenarios reported by millennials, <laughs> and we're gonna count them down. All right, go for it. Number 20, washing dishes. Oh my god. <laughs> Paper plates and plastic silverware. Everybody. No, 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 no. They can't do that. Remember, they're the idiots that that totally buy. Oh yeah, we to... have to save the environment. Yeah. Screw uh, the environment. Number 19, choosing what to wear. You know, I stress about that too. And I work, then I got old and realized I don't give a shit. <laughs> I work in radio. I don't care. Well, I'm a woman. I'm supposed to care, but apparently you say I'm all good, so it's good. Uh, number 18, job security. Okay, I, that's valid. That, but that, I think that's, that's awfully that's awfully low on the list. That That's yeah, what I think. That should be a lot higher. Yeah, that should be like number one. Or number two. Actually, it should be number one because everything else falls in line after that. But okay. Yeah, you gotta, Th- these you are gotta millennials. Make them, you so. got to make money in order to well, do everything else. So. If they're still living with mommy and daddy, it's not so much of a big deal. So That's true. That, that makes sense. Number 17, school loan payments. Okay, again. Another understandable. I, I, I would also say that one should be also higher up, but they think that the government's going to forgive them. Yeah, I hate to tell you this. That doesn't exist. Anybody? Don't trust the government for shit. Well, you can't forgive anything. That it's just like nothing is free. You you can't just forgive a debt like that. It's impossible. Yeah, but ma- I mean, making those student loan payments can be stressful. Oh yeah, it can. But you know, maybe you should have you thought a little bit. You wouldn't know that struggle. You would never know that struggle. You're okay? right. I don't know that struggle, but I've seen it firsthand from my best friend, and all these dumbasses that go and get a degree in something that there's no way that you're gonna ever make like that money women's back. Studies. Yeah. Art history. Anthropology. Yeah. Philosophy. Morons. Uh, check Communications. <laughs> or RTVF. <laughs> Dumbasses. Shut up. You didn't get a bachelor's in it. 
No, but See? I mean that's See? what my bachelor's would have been in. Yeah. Thanks for outing me. And I would have laughed at you too. Dick. <laughs> uh, number 16, check engine light coming on. That one's stressful. Just do it like Penny did in Big Bang Theory. Just put a sticker over it. Exactly. 15, credit card bills. Again, one that's really way too low down on the list, but okay. Well, if, if job security if job security is lower than this one, uh you know, honestly, why do you have credit cards? Yeah. Uh, let's see, 14, fo- phone screen breaking. Uh, don't they have all those stores where they can fix it now? Why yeah, is that even yeah, a concern? Yeah, but that's expensive. But, and the thing is that with Apple, sometimes you can't get it fixed. Dumbasses. Don't buy Apple. I love Apple, or I used to, but yeah. Uh, number 13, suck. job interviews. Job interviews can be stressful. Yeah. yeah uh, I, I get guess. that, but, but not enough to lose sleep over. No. Nah. Uh, number 12. Paying bills. Again, it's a little bit too low on the list, but yeah. okay. Number, number 12 is paying your bills. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> uh, now, and just think about this. Think about what co- the things that come after yeah. this one, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Number 11, losing or misplacing your keys. Yeah, that's stressful. That, the, the, Especially if you're in a hurry to get out the door. Yeah. I can see that being stressful, but not enough to lose sleep over. I've lost my keys. I don't know how many times, but I thought they made it now where you can have like a little Bluetooth thing you can stick on there. and That it'll costs beep. money. That's true. <laughs> uh, number 10, forgetting phone charger. Um, That's why you, you carry one with you. Well, if you and if you don't carry one with you and you forget it, just don't use your phone that much. Oh, that's impossible for them. Uh, get they don't, all, they, that, that's like a true addiction, like no, smoking. They they don't know how to stop. Number nine, credit card fraud. Gee, okay. that's stressful. That should be higher than nine. That should be higher because identity theft, oh my that God. That screws up your entire life you can't, for a good you long can't, while. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Number eight, forgetting passwords. Uh, Welcome to my everyday. Um, <laughs> I can't even remember my I don't passwords have to, ever. I don't have to worry about that because Google Chrome autofills for me. Gee. There is that te- or you can reset them. I mean, we have the technology to not worry about forgotten passwords. My memory's not as good. I forget shit all the time. Number seven, phone battery dying. Yeah, that's why you carry around a portable battery and carry around a cord all the time. Well, it's so funny how number ten is forgetting the phone charger, and number seven is the battery actually dying. Ah, uh, yeah, it's very odd. Very Here's odd. an idea: stop finger effing your phone screen every two minutes and preserve the battery life. Turn the battery saver function on. Yeah. Gee. Uh, Number six is slow Wi-Fi. You've got to be kidding me. Okay, now I I I mean, I just, I just, my head hurts at that one. Look, the the struggles of slow Wi-Fi. Back in my day, we didn't have Wi-Fi or what we call (laughs) Wi-Fi. Slow Wi-Fi is a a, is a threat to society. You know what? Go go out to my dad's. You'll talk about slow (laughs) Wi-Fi. That's more like non-existent. Non-existent, Wi-Fi. yeah. What, what, like, what was it? Like twenty-five, barely registered twenty-five MP, whatever. Oh no, 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 it, no! It was registering like ten megabits a second. <laughs> oh, sorry, I was being gracious by saying twenty-five. Okay, and his download speed with a wired connection is only like thirty. <laughs> we have a thousand download. Just imagine uh, if we still lived in through, Plano. Through probably, a hard line. If we still lived in Plano, it'd probably be faster. But since we live out no. in the country. No, actually, it wouldn't. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. Okay, I was wrong. Uh, number five, arriving late to work. Well, gee, that's stressful for everybody. Yeah. Especially your coworkers. Here's I, an idea. Don't be late. Yeah. Number four, losing your phone. Oh, my God. You lose your phone. It, your life is over. 
Yeah. New phone, who this? Yeah, but if their credit is bad. Hey, that's why you have uh, Metro PCS and Cricket and all those other companies. Or burn phones. Burn but they're not as cool. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, number three, commute traffic delays. Gee, that it, that, okay, that one is legit. Yeah, and it keeps me in business, so it's good. Uh, number two, arguing with partner. Okay, that's legit. That, I, I don't like arguing with my husband. It sucks. Uh, and the number one, most stressful scenario reported by millennials, losing your wallet or credit card. I, I agree. That's the most stressful. But it, still, I think job security should be higher than that. Now, I will say, number one, with the losing wallet and credit card, yes, that is absolutely stressful because now, because now, if you can't find it, you've got to cancel your debit card. You got to, you know, call the bank, put a freeze on your account. You've got to call the credit card companies. You got to get all your credit cards frozen. You got to go to the D- DMV. You got to get a new driver's license. You've got to, you know, and of course, losing the cash or whatever you may have in your wallet. Obviously, they no usually money. don't carry cash. You know, but you don't have the you don't have the means to. Do what you need to do at that point. You, I mean, because if you get caught driving without that driver's license. Most sc- of them don't drive, though. Either way, I'm just talking in general. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, you're doomed. If you, uh, y- you know, you can't buy lunch because none of your cards work. You can't, yep. uh, you know, if you, you know, uh, uh, you don't have them at that point. I, I understand some of their stressors, mm-hmm. but I don't see... <laughs> I don't see see slow f- Wi-Fi being so detrimental to your life that you can't function without without it. Yeah, uh, I don't see. Uh, let's see the uh, the phone screen breaking. It's stressful. It's a pain in the butt, but it's not a, not something to lose sleep over. Oh gee darn! I can't use my cell phone. Hey millennials, you know what? You need to uh, reprioritize your priorities. They are totally out of whack. And a lot of that probably has to do with the fact that apparently scientists say now, that people don't... Now, look, don't... the science is in. Well, Sci- yeah. Science is in. Mm-hmm. It's like climate change. The science is in. Yeah, people do not become, quote, unquote, adults until their 30s. Now, you know, that puts a bit of a kink in the whole push that the Democrats are making of, of lowering the voting age to 16. Sorry, we're not really adults till well, we're see, in our thirties. See, but now we're we're electing people to Congress who aren't in their thirties. We're electing not even actual adults. Now they to say the, they say the brain actually isn't fully formed. It it hasn't completely developed at that point. So I mean, and I I believe that I believe that I do. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, research suggests people age eighteen are still going through changes in the brain, which can affect behavior and make them. More likely to develop mental health disorders. That is true. Do you know that most men actually develop schizophrenia in their uh, late teens to mid-twenties? A lot of mental health disorders start to come about. But now, so, um, no wonder adulting is so hard. You don't even really adult until you're 30. My brain just went dead. I'm old aging. (laughs) I remember people used to put the whole benchmark of when you should have your shit together is age 25. Are they going to have to change that now? You would have to because nobody has their shit together at age 25. I mean, you're barely, if you went to a four-year college, you're just barely out of college and Mm -hmm. you're, I mean, okay. At age 25, I was a complete just 
idiot. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Already had a failed mistake and was transitioning careers because uh, because of the uh, the economy crashing. So at 25, I mean, I didn't have my shit together at all. Yeah. Uh, ten, 10 years later, I barely have it together. I still don't have mine together. No, you don't. And I'm not even <laughs> going to say my age, so go away. <laughs> what, are, what are you trying to say? I'm saying I'm not telling my age, but there is hope. There is hope at last. If you suffer depression, there's something in a psychedelic. You can actually lick toads. Toad venom will help relieve depression and anxiety. Again, this is another prediction from The Simpsons, the Simpsons episode where oh, yeah. Homer does not- Start licking toads. Yeah, because he, uh, he screwed over PBS, said he was going to make a donation, didn't. So he got sent off to some weird island. And he was licking toads. Yep. And there you go. Yeah. Forget meditation or standard medicine. A new study finds that a psychedelic found in toad venom may help people struggling with depression or anxiety. The research conducted by Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine shows. Wow. No, okay. That, that's credible. This is a credible, yeah. a very credible oh, yeah. study. <laughs> if it comes from Johns Hopkins. Yeah. Uh, the fast acting psychedelic 5-MeO-DMT, a currently lacks a marketable household name. <laughs> yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd say, uh, toad, re- call it Toad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, helped relieve symptoms in about 80% of the 362 study participants who tried it in a group setting. The authors believe the short duration of psychedelic effects make it more favorable therapy for patients. But it only lasts, it's very short acting, it only lasts about 30 to 90 minutes. So I guess you'd have to keep licking Toads. Yeah. Effect to keep lasting. Yeah, but uh, research has shown that psychedelics given alongside psychotherapy help people with depression and anxiety. Uh, however, psychedelic sessions usually require seven to eight hours per session because psychedelics typically have a du- long duration of action. Now, this is the venom found in the Bufo alvarius toad known as the Colorado River toad. All right, so we're going to Colorado. Uh, <laughs> yeah, now, it not only makes good beer makes good toad it does not make good beer okay i'm just trying to make it I'm trying to be <laughs> clever okay one one of the uh one of the co-authors said because five five meo dmt is short acting and lasts approximately 30 to 90 minutes it could be much easier to use as an adjunct to therapy because current therapies usually involve a 60 to 90 minute session mm-hmm. so yeah i mean and when they say that psychedelic sessions usually require seven to eight hours when you could get that done in less than two, yeah, much better. I don't have to kill an entire day dealing with a asshole therapist. I can just lick a toad, and two hours later, I'm good to go. Yeah, they're saying, but but regardless, this research is still isn't in its infancy and 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 needs further investigation. And they're wanting healthy volunteers. <laughs> I'll lick a toad. Now, what do they consider healthy? No, they didn't. They didn't say. They just said, regardless, this research is in its infancy and further investigation is warranted in healthy volunteers. So I guess you'd have to try to find the person at John Hopkins. Yeah, but how do I sign up for for a study and what do they categorize as healthy? Uh, Because, I mean, I'm thinking I might go to Johns Hopkins and I might volunteer just to lick some toads. I'll tell them what's up. I don't mind. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> That's something you'd have to research. I did not think far enough to research that to have an answer for you. 
All right, now. Uh, I tried. <laughs> what's your happiness ranking? My happiness ranking. Yeah. What 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 is your happiness rating? I don't know. <laughs> that 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 should say enough right there. I don't know. Maybe a three, a four. Well, the world's happiest countries have finally been revealed. Yes, they have. And. And I, I just find it funny. The... <laughs> now, before we start naming countries, mm -hmm. uh, the, the World Happiness Report mm -hmm. ranked 156 company or countries <laughs> by happiness levels based based on the following factors: life expectancy, sh social support, and corruption. Hmm. Okay. Now I'm not so sure. Uh, now I'm not sure i totally agree with this because i already see where the where this study is going to skew but let's uh let's let's take a look uh it revealed that finland mm -hmm. comes in as the number one happiest country while south sudan is the bleakest well yeah <laughs> yeah it would be the bleakest since i think isn't that where they're doing a lot of genocide <laughs> Lots of killing going on in the Sudan. Now, we're not going to go all the way through uh, all 156 here because that's just going to take way too damn long. And my ADD coupled with everybody else's ADD ain't going to stand for it. So I'll, we'll just give you I'm going to give you the uh, the 20 happiest countries and then a few of the most unhappy countries. Mm -hmm. uh, number 20, Czech Republic. Really? I find that to be a little shocking. Well, you know who's right above the Czech Republic? Coming in at number 19, the United States. Yeah, I don't believe that. Mm -mm. Well, now, here's the thing. This is why I said, oh, I can see how this is, is skewing. Yeah. Because the criteria, life expectancy, which we should be way up there because... We're the ones that provide all the medicine to the world. You know, then uh, social support. So it's looking at all the social programs. Yeah, it is. It is. So, That's why you've got the Nordic countries in the top 10. Exactly. Uh, Belgium, Germany, Ireland, UK at number 15, Luxembourg, 14, Israel, 13. Okay, first off, I don't see Israel being one of the happiest countries because of all the shit that's going on over there. No. So, uh, and, and New Zealand at number eight. Costa Rica, 12. Australia, 11. And why the hell are they coming here? Uh, Austria, number 10, Canada, New Zealand, Sweden, Switzerland, the Netherlands. Oh, uh, apparently the United Arab, Arab Emirates, which is Dubai, is right below the Czech Republic. Oh, at 20, oh, at 21? Yeah, that's interesting. Oh, Saudi Arabia is number 28, Qatar, 29. This is a list out of like 100 and how many? 56. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Netherlands, number five, Iceland, number four, Norway, number three, Denmark, number two, and Finland, number one. Poland's number 40. Huh. I just I still just plan on going there and buying it. Where's uh, Japan? Let's see, Japan. Now, you know the Japanese were sterilizing transgenders. <laughs> it may not be a very happy. Oh, it's 58. Yep. Yeah, it's not, 58 very, for them. not very happy. Kazakhstan, number 60. Now, look, look. Kazakhstan's number 60. Isn't that where Borat's from? And the place that shoots our, our astronauts into space. Columbia's 42. Now, here's uh, the bleakest countries. 
Uh, South Sudan was number 156. Mm -hmm. Central African Republic, 155. Afghanistan, 154. Tanzania, 153. Rwanda. 152. Yemen, 151. Now, I don't buy this. Venezuela's 108. Yeah, I think this list is out of date because that should be like down there more near the bottom. Yeah. I think it's got a lot more problems than Bangladesh and Iraq and Congo, so. Well, then, uh, uh... Let's see, Palestinian territories 110. Botswana uh, at 148. Oh, they got Georgia at 119. Egypt yeah. at 137. Zambia 138. Niger at 114. Chad at 132. Cambodia is right below Venezuela. So when you think about your life and you think about everything that's going on, think about how happy you are. And what countries you would actually want to live in to have a higher happiness quotient. Although I would probably suggest visiting these places before you decide to move there. <laughs> that that might be a good idea instead of going, I want to go to Finland now. They're happy. Isn't it colder than shit there? I mean, isn't it really? I mean, the, the top yeah. four are cold. Finland, Denmark, Norway, and Iceland. So what, I've got to become like a friggin... I'm going to be like Thor? Yeah. Well, see, and I'm thinking... Give me a break. Now, Costa Rica being at 12, I mean... You, you know. Yeah, I don't... Okay, then why are they all coming here? Yeah, the UK, number 15. I mean... Yeah, they're a complete chaos. No, what is this? Luxembourg? I never even heard of it. Luxembourg. What the hell is that? Over there somewhere. Well, how is it number 14? They have great social programs. Ah, damn socialists. <laughs> Screw calling them socialists. Damn commies. <laughs> there you go. Commies. Well, that's going to do it for uh, this debut episode of Reality on Call Waiting. And we'll continue to get worse and worse as we go. Oh, it's going to be total slapdash. Oh, yeah. I mean, because that's just what we do. Do you have any final thoughts? Yeah. Apparently, cold weather is happy, so we need to think of moving someplace cold. cold. equals happy, warm equals bad. Uh, I, You uh, know, sad. I do hate the heat. And with cold, you add more layers, but you can't take your skin off. And I hate Texas when it's hot. Well, you know, if that, if that damn station in Charlotte had, you know, up their game. They might. That's still up. up you know, we. It ain't going to happen at this point. You don't know that. Uh, that's one of the things that was holding us up in terms of launching this podcast, because we thought that the, the thousands of dollars of equipment was going to have to be boxed up and shipped to Charlotte, North Carolina. Well, it still might be, but we don't know. We'll keep you up to date. <laughs> Till now, we're still in Dallas, yep. out in the country, in the middle of nowhere. Well, that's going to do it. We'll do it again sometime, maybe next week, maybe, yeah. well, you know. Depends on the news cycle. I mean, do you guys want us to be like a weekly? Yeah, tell us on Twitter. Give them the Twitter handle. Let us yeah, know what uh... your feedback, what your thoughts are. Let's see. What is the Twitter handle? Oh, it's at ROCW underscore podcast. Yes. Go there. Tell us what you think. Tell us if you like it. Or not. Give your your thoughts on. Yeah. The, give, the give us a thumbs up. Give us a five star rating on uh, on Apple Podcasts. And you know, leave, leave us a review and give us some comments. Tell us what you like, what you don't like, what you want, to, what you want to hear, what you don't want to hear. You know, give us all sorts of feedback and everything. It's all good. We don't care. I mean, well, well I kind of care. Be gentle with me. I'm fragile. Eh, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Six separate Tyrannus. Good night, night Doc, Doc Thompson. Thompson wherever, wherever you are. are.